Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, December 9th. Investors who want to make informed choices about the companies they invest in will struggle to find reliable data from Canadian firms. A new report from PwC Canada looked at ESG disclosures from the 250 top publicly listed Canadian companies and found continued shortcomings in the information provided. Although many firms have made a commitment to cut their carbon emissions, the analysis found that just 30% of the companies reviewed have a net zero target. ESG disclosures of 70% of the firms included lack the independent oversight and credibility of adequate external assurance, and 77% of companies do not disclose a task force on climate-related financial disclosures report, leaving them potentially unprepared for upcoming mandatory reporting requirements. Less than 4 in 10 firms disclose policies around Indigenous relations, and reporting of diversity and inclusion is generally below par, with reports tending to focus on LGBTQ2+, and gender inclusion. Information regarding individuals with disabilities and visible minorities is limited. Reporting of climate-related risk is also lagging with just 48% of Canadian companies reporting their process for identifying, assessing and managing climate risks. Little more than a third of firms disclose their expectations of future restrictions on the availability of their natural capital and their strategy for managing this scarcity. In the banking and financial services sector, PwC's analysis found that only 28% included ESG skills in their board skills matrix. More than half of Canadian businesses in a recent Statistics Canada survey took on government-sanctioned pandemic loans during the COVID-19 crisis, which many are finding hard to pay back. Programmes that require repayment include the Indigenous Business Initiative and the Canada Emergency Business Account. The government assistance initiatives from the COVID-19 pandemic were cited by three-fifths of businesses as having provided them with repayable money. One-fifth said it wouldn't be difficult to pay back the money they received from government support programmes during the following 12 months, but in contrast, 3 out of 10 businesses stated it would be difficult, with 17% expressing it would be a minor challenge and 13% noting that it would be a severe one. The survey also found that over the next three months, over two-fifths of enterprises also anticipated that rising interest rates and debt expenses would be a barrier. Businesses in agriculture, forestry, fishing and hunting, administrative and support services and the hospitality and food services sector were significantly more likely to report that it would be difficult to repay funding received from government support programmes over the next 12 months. Furthermore, smaller companies were more likely to report a problem with repayments. More than a third of companies with 5 to 19 workers, 3 in 10 with 1 to 4 employees, and more than a fifth of companies with 20 to 99 employees said it would be difficult to return any government assistance they got. In contrast, 5.7% of companies with 100 or more employees predicted the same difficulties. A study reveals that Canadians are lagging most other industrial nations in the number of paid leave days they get. A new analysis shows that the average Canadian gets just 10 paid days off each year, compared to 15 in South Korea, 20 in Australia and New Zealand, and 28 in the UK. The analysis of data from the World Policy Centre by Compare the Market found that Canada ranks 41st out of 43 countries, only beating Mexico with six days and the US with none. The report notes that paid leave helps workers achieve better work-life balance without the financial stress of taking time off. Austria, Finland, France and Spain top the rankings with an average of 30 days paid leave. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, recession risk might present fresh investment opportunities, says IG Wealth. A big six bank says the BOC could have stopped interest rates at 2.5%, barring COVID aid. And in our other life feature, how running has changed one PM's life and will help him save babies too. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.